0: Well with this guy, man, get him, you know? Shaggy, On the, beat. What the fuck well with this guy, man, get him, you know? uh, Take a journey into the bazaar, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good evening. Good morning. Good day. At uh, whatever time it uh, happens to be. My name is Mad Max. To my left, as always, well, almost always, almost always, is Reverend Television. Hey. And I am uh, glad to have you back, brother. People, uh, you know, people missed you. I heard somebody say or seen somebody say, uh, they expected you to interject a couple of times on the the last episode that I did. The, uh, the I did a little head, you know, personal history. They were waiting
1: with bated breath
0: for they, the. Ex- fucking yeah, they were they were waiting for they were waiting for Reverend Television to pop in. Like, wait a minute, what the oh, fuck? Oh shucks, I feel missed. Nah, bro, I told you, like, we're starting to like. There is solid, like, retention. Like, people are. No, I like, seen you post that morning.
1: other day about that guy who. Uh, Said he just got recently yeah. into your music and, and he's into the vo- podcast. And
0: I do need to. Uh, I I don't know if I can. I actually might be able to re-upload the episodes. I don't know if it'll fuck with the upload count, so I might not do it. But uh, getting the volume up, yeah, because you know I need to make sure that the vocals are a little okay. I just don't want it to be like loud and clicky, so that it's or like hissy. You know what I mean? Because I'm not very good at mixing audio yet. Mm-hmm. I know a little bit about it, but. I uh, one way or another, y'all. Um, this is the Carnival Browns. Uh, that was the longest intro of all time. Ew. Actually, probably not. Um, we didn't even
1: introduce nothing. Yeah. What I was are we talking and, about?
0: And actually, who knows? Who, whoever knows. Things get <laughs> a little bit bizarre. No, I, that was actually how I started with. Uh, with Everybody the-
1: here, we got the gear. Yeah, oh my
0: God! What? 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 what, what? That is I. We're talking about wa- Bizarre,
1: if you motherfuckers... Uh, I wanted
0: to see that song specifically live so bad, but I realized, like, it could never happen. No. They would never do it. It wouldn't even make sense.
1: You know, I've seen a lot. The six card
0: up is holy. Yo,
1: I, uh... That's, that's a deep cut fucks. They all... Yeah, play that backwards for the secret info. Zach, exactly. hold up, man. Goddamn. No, and
0: by, which, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> that right there is one of the greatest moments in Juggalo history because Violent J literally took a piss on a track and it was amazing. Yeah, okay, here's one perfect. Here's one thing. Perfectly timed.
1: Link. Here's the thing about Bazaar. Uh, there's many things about this oh, record. Yes, there is. And uh the first very divisive record amongst the fan base, in my experience, in the I world that, that I lived in.
0: I don't remember that in to the be small, true, but I can believe they say was. this
1: in my small town of Plymouth, Massachusetts back in the day. Uh, there was only, you know, it was a group of people, whatever, listening to it. Met Ninjas. And a, and a lot of, yeah. This is I. This was pre-Met Ninjas. That's what I was I just
0: saying. They've thrown it back. That's the, all yeah, I
1: was yeah, but, like, it was just small-town shit, and, you know, basically, they weren't as in-vote. Oh, that
0: small-town shit. Who, they, who does that? That's a the They were,
1: yeah, huh. Somebody does that. Shout-out to OLC. But, yo, so the, uh, <laughs> the whole thing was, like... Not um no, now I, I lost my whole fucking train of thought. Well you were saying
0: that it was divisive.
1: Yes, it was divisive in your
0: small group.
1: Yeah, of people uh listening to it. Well but so because, why, though, I guess. because they weren't as in vogue anymore. And they were the people what do you mean? like how so like they weren't uh like malenko it was popular to listen to ICP you know what I mean around this re- around this album I'm t- I'm only speaking from I Plymouth, guess that's, Massachusetts no, okay fair experience. All right. no, so that's I'm only fair. speaking for my life
0: no I can dig yeah. that yeah.
1: but uh. Um, I was just
0: because I honestly do think that to a certain extent because the uh bizarre era is when they did that uh alternative press unmask the clowns uh
1: yeah, and Ray you know Day I mean? and stuff like that. Yeah, but like a lot of the people that I, oh, and TRL. Yeah, and it, exactly because of those things, they owned a day, and because of movies. how basically like the the punk rock and like more like hardcore kids that I had seen like kind of co op and listen to ICP they which fell off was, yeah, yeah, they yeah. fell off because yes. all of a sudden yes. they, they were like really pushing MTV and
0: uh, p- specifically they were also pushing rap a lot harder yeah and they didn't realize that they did rap all the way up to Malenko they did a bunch of rock shit in Malenko and then they occasionally which Bizarre Bizarre did have it's fair share of good rock shit yeah will say that. it depends on and that's what rainbows and stuff is fucking
1: yeah. Love that shit. And that is the one that I bought, because you got to remember, too, I didn't come from, like, a like a completely poor household, but I didn't get, like, all the shit, so sure, I only sure. had, I had the question mark uh, tape for almost two years. I
0: can't remember if I got both at once, I figure I promise.
1: And then I heard and burnt the CD of the second one. Wait, it took you two years to hear the second one? Pretty much, I yeah. I fucking
0: love you, Derek. but yeah.
1: that's, that's the most juggalo shit I've ever heard. Yeah. I fucking love it. So, because I also didn't get a computer until, like, 2002. So, 2002 was the year that I was able to get, like, like catch up with sure, everything. Sure, sure, sure. So, you gotta... So, check this out, though. One Me, thing, real the, quick, the I lore, just want to say, I
0: love that people are still having that experience right now.
1: The lore... Like, com- when uh, the lore comes to you, right, it's almost more interesting when it comes... I was very lucky because the albums were still coming out, but I was also kind of lucky in a way to not get. It was like a puzzle hearing the things, yes. and it made it even more of an intricate kind of story. You Especially know what I mean? Like, which
0: was the one I thought that we you were had... going to be
1: in some kind of Asian ninja clown cult, by the way, well, that I was hearing, like, I'd he say Shangri La. I would yeah. say
0: that we are, yeah. but. Less
1: Asian though. It was really uh, like they
0: Yeah, I they probably preferred They more kind of Asian.
1: inferred like They probably
0: like more Asian. Yeah they <laughs> Asians are great. Asians are great. Shouts to Whoop Nanaho. We need, we home need girl more... A- ja- Homegirl from Japan that came to the fucking gathering, bro. I was fucking nonplussed when we I We need her. more Asian... DJ fucking broader. We need Coolest more, shit ever. Play. We need more Asian Juggalos. I agree. Yeah. But you want to know what the problem Why is? Why isn't there?
1: there Asian Juggalos?
0: ICP doesn't really play over there in the sense where, like, I think that they might be aware of the fact that just, like, ICP is never going to play there. <laughs> Which, remember the Cult Kings used to play there all the time. I remember that there was like
1: that there thing. was a that, time that, they, they must they, have
0: had some hookup at the time.
1: Oh, it was probably a punk rock kind of thing. I would, I would it, assume so. Daddy X was there. And it's
0: funny because I remember Daddy at the X gathering, was a child
1: molesta. No, that's probably not true. I just felt like saying that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
0: asshole. Um, it was either at the 03 or 04 gathering. Um, they had a guy on stage and they were like, "I want y'all to fucking go hard in the pit." To show my homies out in Japan. And they, they, they had, there was a Japanese dude on stage uh, holding the camera. And this was during their pit of death. And again, 03, 04 gathering pit of death. That was an actual pit of death. Right. That motherfucker was wild. And that was also... It's funny because that wasn't necessarily bizarre era. But it was uh. so close to the bizarre era. And... The bizarre era led so quick, so directly into the Dark Lotus era, that because Dark once Dark Lotus happened, and I know it's a sore subject for a lot of people because it twisted is fucking persona non grata. But it- Dark Lotus, a thousand percent.
1: Well, that, solidified. Has su- that has to be suspended for this podcast. Well, no, look, so, so everybody we'll do. knows because we have to.
0: Well, no, we're gonna do Dark Lotus, frankly. <coughs> we could do Dark Lotus next.
1: Yeah. But but you know what we didn't do? Because uh, there's a few things I want to touch on on this record. And some of the elements were rooted in... Psychopathics from Outer Space, but we did not. We haven't cover that. done.
0: Oh well, no. Okay, so no. Next is Psychopathic psychopathics from Outer Space one. Yeah, because that's sequentially one of my favorites.
1: Sequentially, that should be next. Oh, oh, so that, that is,
0: is for that. I can never remember that's the time. Ninety nine. I'm
1: pretty sure oh, okay. that came out. I don't know no, though. It, it
0: makes sense because I didn't get. I didn't hear it till two thousand two, motherfucker. Dead so. end. Dead end. I think was supposed to be on oh, Jekyll Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, they, that's what I thought. Which, yeah. It's sad because I almost, I, it, it's funny because I, I would have loved it on Jungle Brothers, but I almost like it more for Psychopathics from Outer Space. It makes it way more of a uh, oh, yeah. unique oh, yes. sure. And that song is one of the best tracks they ever did. One of the best collabs So they you ever know done. what
1: I was thinking that we should, this one of two ways we can either keep talking about Psychopathics from Outer Space, or we could do an entire episode where we do all three or we could break it up into each one because so they're each they each are uh, really no
0: I think album. we already we already started did we already talk on, about this? well no we already started on Bizarre and we already uh, because you want to know what I actually did have a question the album that you had because I'm curious based on the fact that you only had that one for two question years question marks and it was that's that's such... the first? is sequentially is that first? yes
2: Okay, and, and so that's I didn't fucking, have the head. Yeah, this explains why I'm glad this it wasn't explain, the other way around. That's all. This saying. will
1: explain my origin story and disposition probably a lot because okay. like that album. If you listen to it, it's super doc. It's not this. Not like any fucking this. My homies, baby's mama. You know what I mean? Like that's probably that song like the is most, so much
0: better. So many years later, when I was younger, oh, yeah. it was just kind of funny, whatever. But now, now I, I listen to it and it's like. Bro, I've lived with people like that. Like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> Oh my yeah. God. I take you to Cedar Point, but the net was and all that. So forget Get it. it. <laughs> Bro. Oh my God. That's what I'm telling you about him cheating Walking on. Scary. I like that. Oh Come my... here, let me hold him. He said he loved me. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Rog Raw- Madrox plays such a good woman. I know. I feel I have to imagine after all the years and everything that I've heard that probably got played to his uh, <laughs> to his disadvantage, many times.
1: You know what I imagine? Have you ever seen Celtic Pride, with no. uh, oh, with Daniel Stern and Dan Aykroyd? You I don't think I, no, I know. I know about it. but I The seen reference it. would be lost, but yeah, Fair yeah, enough. Jamie okay. Madrox in, in hot pants,
0: <laughs> <and> baby oil. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, you won't ever see him wearing a damn thing green, bitch. Far <laughs> from rich, he's got a whoop to smash <laughs> in the fender and in the back too. Um, no, you want to know what though? Bizarre was actually much more so. The first album that genuinely introduced Twisted to the family in a way more than just. Because, you know, on Jekyll Brothers, excuse me, it was kind of negligible almost, where, like, excuse me again, they were on the, uh, excuse me, Three Times a Charm. Um, they were on the skits and shit, and they were on Echo Side. But on Echo Side, I told you, I didn't even totally recognize that I was a different voice at first.
1: So like, yeah, I also a lot of the people not to cut you off who like kind of will leave an ICP in the dust also didn't like. They didn't like the way that they were being. Like rappers. Not just rappers, but, like, they were... People were calling it Kiss Army shit, locally. They were like, okay, what's up with the Juggalo shit with these clone groups, Twisted, Blaze, blah, blah, blah. Like, And then I was younger, so I was kind of influenced by that. I was like, who are these motherfuckers that look almost exactly like them and talk about the same shit? You know what I mean? That's to be but expected Sonic, in the early days, I think. And then they got shoehorned in on the records, like... But it, it, they are good songs, but, like... I don't know. They just uh, didn't. listen,
0: no, let me tell you something. At the very least, Crystal Ball is, an is an Yo know, well
1: here's the thing. I, I didn't get done telling my, my thing here. Like, so I only had question marks for years. Right. So I only had like the darkest disposition Possible. You Pendulum, know what yeah, I mean? Pendulum's, pendulum's promise, promise
0: really is such a fucking swing left,
1: swing right, dude. And that's swing like on and dude, on and, and, and I used on. to sit there at I like at eleven, twelve years old and I used to stare at my fucking Set, like stereo just picturing it all and like damn am I am I gonna be a homeless crackhead Bro. you know and then thank god they had fucking right here to like make you not want to kill yourself at 12 oh no you know, I love like, that well, you
0: thank god to know they what? gave you some fucking this shit, shit just some plays, play. Like, what are you like, supposed to do after yeah, that like fuck yeah. here's the funny so thing. I, was, though. I had I, Bro, had, that, I, I had that I had that, the, I had that for
1: two years man and then I started smoking weed and then I got like let me, cause this is this is huge, and this will This is more shit that'll blow your mind. Like, I thought juggalos, cause I also didn't see Shockumentary till 2002. I didn't see
0: that until kind of late too.
1: So, so whenever they talked about juggalos, I assumed it was like X Men and like all these other gangs, like that they're talking about. Right, like, right. I right. thought it was the literal, insane clown gang member. Like, Bro, a lot of people you know what felt I'm that saying? way back like, in the day, and that was part of the lore. So, so uh, and it really was. And, like, so uh, the fact that I only like because, like, also with, uh, with the juggalo, with bizarre, with, with the eyeballs. That is like a, that could be a drinking record for the word juggalo, the amount of times they say it on that fucking right, thing. Right, okay. It really brands the family era, it plants the seeds sure, for that. sure. A thousand percent. I also
0: think that the Eyeballs has Let's Go All The Way. It does.
1: It's very yeah. positive. Oh, the whole album that... is like, this is a family, we're all losers, oh, rejects, wait.
0: like, Good, and the me... other album is well, not, so, that like, means Eyeballs probably has if. Yes. Which is one of the best songs yes. ever made. Yes. And if I was a mirror. Yeah. We'd find another mirror. Yeah. We'd look at each other. Dead in the eye. Crystal, crystal clear. clear. I said that to somebody once and it blew their fucking <laughs> mind. They were like, wait, what? <laughs> like, just you just see fucking wheels clicking. But no, I want so to I say even, one real even... no one thing real quick, because I just I don't want to forget this. I swear to God, the pendulum's promise had a different meaning for me for a long time, mainly because My mother was always real positive on Vincent Price movies. She would always talk about that stuff. And I remember The Pit and the Pendulum so specifically. And fucking... I always thought that that's what they meant. That that was the pendulum. That that eventually it's coming down. Like, it's gonna drop on you eventually. But then, you know, you get older and then you really... You understand, obviously, he's talking about time and shit. And it's just like... uh, It really... I will also say that the juxtaposition of that song, which is basically just like "times up, death motherfucker," is coming, not only death is coming, one. but in these cases, you <laughs> fucking no reprieve. lose. There's no reprieve. You fucking lost. Yeah. Game over. Enjoy yeah. fucking hell. That's it. And now I'm the one that's been sentenced to hell. Yes. That's Beautiful. what I.
1: That's what I was left with and then horrible crazy things happening I'm in my personal life. Washington
0: right, right here. Right here. But like I wish they did shit
1: like that more man. so when we got when I got the eyeballs record years later then I also seen Shockumentary, and I understood like and oh the ICP kid I'm the juggalo you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't get that. I like that. Before, you know what I mean? I like, always kind of. I thought of, it was this unattainable, like, I had to be from Detroit and, like, literally be living in a soil. Bro, you know, I love like. that
0: you were introduced to it that way because you were introduced to it in a much more organic, kind of punk rock way where you were able to assail it and feel it in that real way. Whereas I found it through, like, guys that were reading about him in magazines. And if you're reading about him in magazines in, in Malenko era, they're talking about jugglers so cuz that's literally like excuse me part of the one sheet, these you know what were I'm
1: these were magical pieces yes. of these were it still felt that way cuz the people but, the people who listen to ICP too they were from homes more fucked up than me and they and then the other ones were uh You know Guys from like Southie and shit You know what I mean Right So they were like Really like That's
0: something I think A lot of people forget Is that a lot of the Early early adopter Juggalos Like the people That were like First to really fuck with ICP, these people like, would not people call that were, themselves
1: juggalo. People now, that were watching, like no, the fans fair exactly. The people like that were
0: watching ICP, people, you people know? that were watching ICP at the Palladium upstairs in like '95, '96, '97, when they started coming out here. Yeah. Shaggy was talking. They were to, crazy. Shaggy talked about that at the uh, Quest for the Ultimate Groove show. He said, I remember Shane was talking about it because, bro, legendary shit. Shane Murphy got the fucking tattoo, a Fago bottle on Shaggy. Which was wow. crazy as fuck. That's wild. But then also, with shout out to Shane Murphy and shout out to Lazy and Crazy because he apparently kind of made that happen. Which he's an amazing artist, obviously. But I know it just came in the mail. To say, you know, to have it, I ordered it months ago. But um, oh, he was he's talking to fucking Shane about this, and then he talked about it on stage. Worcester is one of the original Clown Town. Like, original, original. Fuck yeah. Because, again, the Palladium upstairs is one of these places. The Palladium has been this place that does, like, underground wild shit for a long time. And the fact that ICP was playing there originally and continues to this day. Bro, I saw people at that show I've never seen before. Um, I, I the fucking... One thing that was super cool was... um. I did a couple of performances, obviously. And, uh, cause you know, whether or not I get booked at the Palladium, if it's a Juggalo show, guaranteed I know somebody that's playing. But, some, some, uh, she might have been a kid. She looked young. She could have been, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19. I don't know. But she just ran up, gave me a super tight hug. And then I just, I almost didn't see her again. I'd seen her in the pit a couple of times. But, like, we didn't talk at all after that. And it was just like, it's so cool to see that people are still finding it uh. young. Getting into it hardcore, and then are able to either go to a gathering or a show, and they're like, Holy shit, this is where I belong the whole time. I love that that experience is still happening for people now. And that it's harder to not get the whole catalog at once because of the internet, but I love that people still are able to, like, they find one, like, one thing hooks them in, and they're like, Oh, let me look into this. And then they find just this whole world of shit. And bizarre. I did, just not to cut you off. I'm no, sorry, no, no, no. But bizarre is definitely the, one of the albums that did. Because the other ones did really good with like vibes and shit. But I genuinely, on bizarre, bizarre, I felt like I could see the carnival a little bit. You know what Dude, I'm saying? Like they
1: fucking spell it out in the skits in the beginning. That's why I was so intrigued. Because oh, also, bro, also, also, well, the be- fucking uh, also, take me away
0: is maybe.
1: And that that and that was my favorite. ICP and song. that was Maybe. that was me, dude. You know, seventh grade, like take me away. But the song before it, it was also apocalyptic. It was insane. And then the I, then I started smoking weed and trying to get a little brighter of a, of a mindset, and then listen to Bizarre. And that it's like. There's people coming from the source. It's the other half of the story. Because on the first one, that is beautiful. It's just that it the whole. For you that way it's I'm just, like, just so, the whole place is covered in darkness. I'm like, what happened? Like welcome that you to didn't the dark carnival, bitch. You know, like
0: I, the the fact that it happened for you that way is so beautiful. To and me, it bro. also happened,
1: like, bro. T- so, so people who were into it more than me fell away, and then I met with people who are now my lifelong friends. You know what I mean? Same. Because bizarre like, as when
0: I went to my first show. It was like they, and it, it was just. When you see the crowd, I literally, I gotta tell you, take me away. I'm trying to, they must have played it live at the Bizarre Bizarre Tour. I can't remember the set list, but fucking Shaggy's verse says it so perfectly. Funhouse, freak shows, murder go round. Fuck, Fuck how you look looking. Man. Paint it, it up like, like a clown. clown. Loosen up, let it go. You ain't gotta That'd be tense. tense. They go flying everywhere. Fuck, Fuck making it. sense. And that's the beauty of it. Look backstage. Ain't another group out here on the same page. Run with everybody or walk with our crew. Stand on the moon, face the world and say fuck you. And this is one that makes me sad where I wish it was a little bit more like this, but I get why it's not. I ain't out there playing that star biz. Put me in the crowd where my juggalos is. Bro, i told you the story about 2008, right? 2008 before the Gathering where Shaggy was just walking around and fucking doing Ric Flair chops with each other with, uh, with the guy And then I'll never forget this as long as I fucking live that He was standing again. These guys were going like shot for shot You know some like wrestling shit this dude out of nowhere hit him with a heart punch that uh, from the fucking gods I can hear it in my ear right now the thump Against fucking Shaggy's chest, and he took that shit like it didn't even happen. The motherfucker, like literally, it was—I I swear of got legendary shit. Like you want to talk about myth building, and the fact that I was on the gel tab is a whole other story. But this shit happened, bro. Yeah. And I know. this was right after I saw a fucking re- uh, fucking backyard wrestling dude. Break a beer over... And I had never seen anything like this at the time. Break a beer over somebody, and it was a can. Rip the can open, and then fucking cut his face open with it. And just... That right there, I will say that was 2008. That was kind of like I think that was Opaque Brotherhood era. It was. Which what that a was. Fucking that gathering those were wild times, bro. Holy shit, that but, gathering
1: performance. Uh, that was the end. That ended the Opaque Brotherhood tour that year. Oh, is the because oh, they did the tour. That's right. And no, because and they, like, they did in the a Family same, Underground. They, they were in
0: their fucking Opaque Brotherhood. Yeah, shit. And yeah, those that was. I was
1: on so much acid. I was on so much acid at, at that gathering performance. I thought. I was in the Roman Coliseum at one point. I, like, I, I, the pillows were there, everything. I was in the Palladium, and then I, I was like in eight. I was maybe it was in outer space at one point. Like, oh no, the, that's about right. The whole there was like three moons in the sky, oh, dude. My God. Like, yo, that, like when Lotus would play, that was my re- religious experience. Cause no, I, say I, bro. I, I took this. All of us. I took the sacrament. We're there, we're singing the songs, it's life, it's death, you know? like. Bro, fucking, I will still
0: never forget, you know, As like, we talked about this, but this was... And this was the era where it was this, born. And no, And this, what I'm talking about was right after it, which was Hatchet Rising, where they fucking were touring on Lotus. And I told you, they finished the fucking um, ICP
2: performance.
0: Which they went from Blaze and ABK, go backstage, fine. Twisted plays, cool set... Spin the bottle. Oh shit! Suddenly ICP set started. It flowed like seamless. It was amazing. And then ICP sets in- Set ends. Which if I'm, I- I'm pretty sure it was passing by. Can't remember. Back then it usually was. Um, but then floor lights go up, and they haven't fucking cleaned the fago off the ground. So it's just steam rising. And they had just shown the silhouette of the Wraith. We didn't know it was the Wraith yet. But. Bro, I literally, I was walking around just like fucking, again, no drugs, I'm only like 17, something like that. I'm just walking around like, gonna fucking die. <laughs> like, what's about to happen right now? And then Lotus came out. Bro, you want to talk about a religious experience? <gasps> this bread, I eat this, I swear. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, ABK wasn't even rapping. He was just on stage fucking milli rocking. Like, <laughs> it was, no, bro, it was wild. Like. And that's one of these things where, again, I know it's a sore topic for some people. And I get why it's difficult for some people. But to act as though Dark Lotus did not have the significance that it did. And I agree that during Bizarre was when this really started to happen. Because that's when they started to make tracks together. Crystal Ball was one of the first tracks where they really collaborated like that. And that's where I
1: was curious... Cause I remember seeing it, and I said this on a previous episode, like having the. It might have got. It might have been the one that got erased, though. Um, the fucking uh, having only the tape, I didn't have all the cool shit. Cause that was the other thing. Is my. Homie, I remember you talking about. My homie, that. who I burned the CD from, he had fucking the eyeball CD. So it fucking had I don't remember like it it had, had anything
0: a, crazy. It had a comic book. It had fucking no. There it, it was stuff, but like I remember, the three D glasses were like kind of cool. There was nothing wild, man, but was fucking, it was ba- cool. It was better just than to, a
1: fucking just the.
0: See, bro, and I feel it's. It I think you
1: know the coolest part of it was that was I'm almost positive because he did have the comic too. My, my homie had it all. Right. Um, it, it was. Uh, I think they had a few excerpts in the. Uh, CD booklet of the comic book. Right, so I right. I think that might have been the biggest reason why I was so... You want to know what...
0: I think that... Because this is what I was going to say was, maybe in your pod, in your area, it was not as like, oh, they're not as invoked. But I submit that Bizarre Bizarre, they weren't platinum anymore at that point. They had sold fucking... What was it? Uh, Malenko and, and Junko Brothers went platinum. Solid. But then... They both went gold, for sure. And they went gold pretty quick. So I'm not saying that it wasn't impressive. But they, obviously, if they weren't selling a million records in the period of time like they did, at, you know, initially earlier. No,
1: dude, dude, they were at the height of their success. I'm just talking about in my fucking, in my little world. Oh, like, right. nobody, but nobody you really cared. But then, and by the time the Wraith era came out, like, 2002. Right. Then I went to high school. Now, like, you know, you get to high school, now it's like multiple, you know, regions. Yeah. The, you know, oh, down. yeah. Then I seen, like, the Juggalo Pocket, which was Met Ninjas. Right. And then I started rapping and blah, 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 blah. I feel like you I know? was
0: kind of lucky in that I was... My father was an early adopter of the internet. And so I, from a very early age, had access to a lot of different... Uh, a lot of different music and a lot of underground shit. And that was also why I was I was introduced to Twisted somewhat early. My thing about Twisted, and I've talked about this before... Was when I was younger, a lot of my like hood homies, they wouldn't get down on ICP like that because ICP didn't have that classic hip-hop flow. And so, and that's the
1: other thing. Not to cut you off about this record, is that a lot of people will clown on ICP, like yeah. the amount of sound effects they use. I think that
0: they do that well, though. No,
1: they do. But you like, they literally really, will bro, like. they will be like you punch know what's lines that are really sound ironic about like,
0: that. You know what's really ironic about that? What I remember when I was in uh, Michigan with you know the whole thing back in two thousand four. I remember saying something about sound effects. And there was, I think, one sound effect that stayed in. It was like a whoosh. But I remember him telling me that he was working on something with Jump Steady. Like, I, it may have been Master of the Flying Guilty. Um, and he was saying that he, like, he wanted a lot of sound effects. And he felt like it made him want to dial it back a little bit. But... or or whether that made him feel that way I remember him saying like he was telling him like you should probably not do as much sound effects
1: well in the title track on Bizarre uh, you know with the eyeballs uh, they have have two different car crash uh, sound effects in the same song
0: Oh no, what was it? Oh, yeah. one of
1: which is like the punchline pretty much. No, I know.
0: Well, I was still fuck you of, up like that. Still one of my best. still one of my favorite lines. Dark Lotus team for your colon. <laughs> Only team you on Sunday. Sunday bowling. bowling. <laughs> see ya, see ya, see ya. I'm back, I'm, I'm back, back, I'm back. Yo, I'm that's back.
1: them Amazing. experimenting with drugs, being, you know, almost thirty years old. Oh, yes. Pressing the limits, you know, no, more life. These are just like, a, to
0: a couple of kids from Detroit. They were at making rock. millions of dollars. This is height
1: of the rock star. Oh yeah. I'm so famous. I'm so sweet. Oh, <laughs> that, that oh was, bro, that's when this was I rea- really going on. Yeah, which on, by I the imagine. way,
0: that's exactly why I really. It's funny because you'll never see it live. And they really, they wouldn't really be able to do it. But fucking, bah, 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 baby, bah, bah, oh, oh. Hey, <laughs> radio play. Mom. That, Mom. I'm on it wild, it. wild it. Bro, that was... And you don't really appreciate it, because back then it was just like, oh, they're like, they're clowning the industry. But you look back no, at that... I and it's it. like, you remember, I, Max, I, you know... I, this, again... I you also, you know...
1: Again, night and day, that was when I understood the, like... What even the difference was of, like, what's mainstream and what, you know... Because I was... I was 13 when I heard the second. I was 12. I was 11, and then 13 when I when I heard Bizarre. Then the second right, part right, right. of Bizarre. And, uh I'm
0: in love with that fact. I just need you to know. You like, know that... and,
1: and and then I got like also what like mainstream music is and what like it just broke it down. It just spoon fed it for you. Like and then it made me <coughs> laugh so much. And I think that's why people went away from them that like you know that it. were well, they, but following they were also... trends cause they were making fun of like the music that like like put it this way One of the kids that, like, uh, appreciated that I was into ICP was one of the first emo kids that I had, like, ever seen. Right, right, Because he was from Austin, Texas. Like, kind of like a fucking, like, a hip town.
0: The kids that I had got into it with, the kids that I had got into it with were, like, theater golf kids. Yeah, and he... And And so by the time that Malenko, by this point, they were, like... "Mm."
1: When he's seen me drawing, like, the Hatchet Man on my folder or whatever in eighth grade, and I started becoming obsessed, oh, and then wait, I heard, I like, take it
0: back. That's actually not true, because they went with me to my first show, and that was bizarre. So, I take it back.
1: That's awesome. And that makes sense. And it's amazing. The theater kids were turned off at the, at the, at the show. Is that what you say? Oh, it? no. Oh,
0: no. They were... Not, and you want to know what? This is one of the cool things where I remember this friend from school who was also... Her name was Ariel. Real cool, uh, real cool chick. Um, and this dude, Russell, um, who, you know, pretended to be a vampire, but, um... <laughs> that
1: was such a thing. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know.
0: But, um, so, they... what were the kids p- playing vampires, huh? Who knows? They were... They also did Rocky Horror, which I love. Um, love Rocky Horror. But they, they were in the pit knowing the words. Now, granted, they knew the words, the Halls of Illusions, but whatever they knew the Right. Words. And, excuse me, I... The... The thing about the Bizarre Era, like I said, it was just they were out there doing uh, wild shit for the sake of wild shit. They had Vampiro playing the bass. Yeah. That happened. I was there. Uh-huh. It had he was slamming Fagos into the ground. Holding uh, 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 the bass guitar.
1: Like, <laughs> was it even plugged in? Who the fuck knows? That I don't remember that. <laughs> I could not. That'd be the tell best. You. I hope to Christ it was not plugged in. I, I, hope, I, I, no, hope, I know I know, right? It makes it so
0: much better. But, no, like, um, I got there just before, and Ron was there for this forever, man. Shout out to Forever Man. Um, right after everybody had just sat down and flipped off fucking Nashville pussy, like, no, nope, we're not interested, uh-uh. uh, I got, well, I showed up right as they were throwing tapes at him. They tried <laughs> to throw the demo tapes at him. Like, we don't fucking want this. Fucking throwing it back. I'll still never forget, at that show... There was a dude up in the balcony, because, you know, it was the Hammerstein Ballroom, so you gotta have super cool guys up in the balcony. There was one dude with a single Fago, and he was like, he looked like he was with Nashville Pussy to some extent. And then just everybody down there were all like, ah, come on! That was like, that was the first time that I ever had, like, I'm telling you, the first time you show up in the crowd, and you see, I'll still never, I'll never ever forget this, Juggalos were so hyped to fucking go, I'm pretty sure, yeah, Suicidal Tendencies played that show too. Whew. Pit to fucking get thrashed in. But we were so ready to go that when they played uh, Soulfly with Corey Taylor, Jump the fuck up in between, uh, in between sets, that song started playing and we just started mashing. Like, fuck it. Let's go. That happened a lot of
1: Juggalo shows. No, in I know. Back in the day, no, I, Mosh, know. Mosh I fits know. the in between. Set change. Because zone. that's what
0: juggle that's what dope Juggalos do. And you want to know what? Dope Juggalos were still going to major market cities uh, back in the fucking two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. After that, like Worcester again. Worcester was a clown town. Like people got down in Worcester. You mean so, I like. I think that it's really cool with the Bizarre era having created this like that was when they got way heavier into wrestling they did the wwe which no they had already done i just found out that the fucking wwe contacted them like we want you to do a song for the oddities, They, they didn't even fucking, like, we don't, like, they have done like, wrestling they, shit they, before, they but, had, but they were like, oh, you didn't know that we do so this? So, the oddities
1: thing, that's more, like, the end of Malenko into Jekyll Brothers. Oh, that was, that was like, oh, that was like okay, no, that's, that's fair, bizarre that's happened, because that I was super into wrestling as a kid, and that's what caught me into ICP, because all of a sudden, like, I hurt, first... Great Malenko. Hear that from a skate, uh, the skate park kid uh, that my brother's from. I with. was
0: watching wrestling when ICP. And up, and so then fucking I that was pretty wild. So
1: I had the Great Malenko tape like every other red-blooded American, and then all of a sudden, 15. all of a sudden, I swear to God, it came in the mail. Everybody fucking had the Great Malenko fucking tape back in the day, and we had a dubbed version of my house, and we listened to that for a year, and then all of a sudden they're on WWF, then they went to WCW. And that's right, they and, did. and then by and this CW, era, but that was way. That was populated. yeah, yeah. That, that was actually the first before Oh, WWE. that was yeah, before the that's first right. Thing it was it they was. were always Rob uh, Rob Van Dam. I forgot. Yeah. Right. So they those motherfuckers like really had me by the balls. And then by this time, <laughs> they started. This is when they started doing JCW. Is in bizarre. Ah, and, that's know, what it was. They were doing their own JCW. That's events. what it was.
0: Yeah. Because the the early JCW shit and the Stranglemania because I think Stranglemania came out Stranglemania 2 I think came out Uh, like I
1: can't remember when those because I because I I've said this before I always it came down to fucking Shockumentary or Stranglemania well Shockumentary
0: I'm pretty sure came out in
1: 97 oh definitely I'm just talking about the reason why I never bought it. Right, 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 man. Right. It was get also brain. not as
0: easy to get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The world was different back then. Yeah. You weren't able to just queue up whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like, you had to actually go out and purchase it somewhere. And before. to download
1: a song took days. Oh, yeah. So, let alone... If it even fucking worked. Let, let work. alone If people. it wasn't
0: corrupted when you got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my Lord. But, um, no, that was actually how I found uh, Pumpkin Carvers. Oh, Nice. Pumpkin
1: carvers Could that be the hobby? the hobby So come
0: on, i collecting bodies for You know, and I got my game Halloween Yo, so Ah, you didn't do the call and
1: response Halloween, Halloween what? What? It's too late Well, yo, so um, This album also nurtured the beef, right? So here's another side Which one?
0: Which one? I mean, depending on <laughs> the context. ICP m M&M beef. Okay, so of, that's what I, I wanted. That's what I figured. <laughs> oh, no. That was when it was at its heaviest, for sure.
1: Definitely. That was and when they, that were being also, interviewed about, they were being interviewed.
0: And about. when I, at the top, I should have put
1: this in there, too. That was a major divide in the fan base. There was that's so many, true. There was Bro, so many people. Have all, I of ever sudden, told all of a sudden, the same people who I had been listening to ICP with, they got dissed on the Marshall Mathers LP, which also came out in 2000, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was right around and, uh, the uh, time. Yeah, because I listened to both of them. And I had to be like a closet Eminem fan for No, a you want to know what? Know, like... I may,
0: I've may i told this story before, and I, I remember I wrote about it. But there was a dude who I met at Woodward Skate Camp when I went there. I can't remember his name. He was a down fucking Juggalo man, to his credit, back oh. in the day with an evil dead shirt. Wow. That's deep cut yes, shit. It is. You were at the fucking show. Yeah. You watched Evil Dead do some shit. If you have that shirt, and he was super about it, and I was young, burgeoning, getting into rap, and so of course with Eminem, I'm into lyrical shit, and so I got into it because he's this white dude that's killing shit, and then fucking. Horacle. He got fu- no true. That's what it and is. And he got. And I remember this dude literally saying, "You're not a juggalo," because I was listening to Eminem. You like Detroit horrorcore? Cool? You're not a juggalo. Exa- but you want to know what? The other kids People will are ignore assuming, that fact all day. But the, Oh, no, you bro. Know, you're walking down wise. the horror corridor. Yeah. I'm so glad he finally addressed it. Like, yeah. literally, relapse. He's just openly, you're walking the down the el- horror corridor. What the fuck? Why would you say horror corridor? Yeah. He's like, I do horrorcore rap, motherfucker. Yeah, that whole do you album, not understand? That's what that
1: whole album was. He's like, by the way, this is where. My Darling
0: is one of the best horrorcore yeah. songs that has ever been made.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. Holy cool. shit. You know, and, uh, what a world. Oh.
0: Imagine if... But no, I just, if, uh, while we're on this topic... Yeah, yeah, I mean, this, I is, remember this is it, a big topic. I, I remember on. at the shows where we had the fucking dude, they did nothing but a bitch thing, and they had the fucking dude dressed like Eminem with the dildos and shit. Wiling. <laughs> but, please don't hate me, it's funny. They, they were saying, and I think that it was smart, they the reason that they gave whether or not it was true was we thought that Eminem's career was gonna be over before we even got this out so we decided not to put it on the album but instead I just, cause no, nothing but a bi- nothing but a bitch thing is one of the in my opinion one of the best disses of all time oh and definitely we'll, I, we'll get yeah, into that they, is, yeah. we'll get into that in a second no and on all fronts but isn't that that's a forgotten please president. don't that's hate bro released it on, right? I, that, probably yeah. but bro Please Don't Hate Me so is one of the funniest.
1: You ever, you ever hear the fucking demo version? I probably, but it doesn't... Nasty, connect, it doesn't dude. It's so dope. It's like a whole different song. No, but it's, so here's the problem.
0: That's nasty. fine, and I'll, I'll have to go and find that and listen to it. No, but it doesn't... Yeah, the, you know, but I'm no, funny, but... I'm sorry. The, the version of Please Don't Hate Me that I know is just... It's one of these things. It's like Freaky Tales, where he's just saying shit where it's just like... That I, it literally... The, j- don't hang up. I've still got more. Your mother gives She's head like, like, like a heroin, heroin whore. <laughs> that is uh, top ten greatest hip hop lyrics in history. And then Shaggy,
1: of course, you know, take take the Alahater. <laughs>
0: Let's call you <laughs> the cold hater This is swapping me an We did it backwards.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're so cooked. Oh but, my you know, God! That, that is such a—it's <laughs> it's, you know—it's amazing how many people. And I honestly would point it to the Eminem beat. Why?
0: <laughs> oh my Lord! I uh, th- that album, by the way, also showcased. And I feel like they don't do as much of this anymore. And I understand why, because sometimes it's hard to kind of like bottle magic like that. But like. Florida Joe oh, the skits, is one of the dude, greatest. Yeah. Florida Joe and especially Moon Glorious. Moon Glorious mostly exists in videos on the internet. Yeah. Technically, you wouldn't know anything about what Moon Glorious was just from the fucking skin on the album. Yes. You would maybe look at a picture and not know that's what Moon Glorious was. And
1: that's what's cool about going backwards into the shit like No, I know hearing dude, the moon like, glorious shit and then once I get a computer and then like once well, I like, and then seeing what Moon Glorious well, <laughs> was. I was like and all the
0: juggalos that they like, co-opt their own different <laughs> things that they uh, uh, that they gravitate towards. And that they identify with. Bizarre had so much of that. Yes. You know what I really mean? Did, like, yeah, That was. Mr. Like, Happy was definitely one that, of those that, kinds of dude, things. Mr.
1: Happy. And that is on. <sighs> that is on eyeballs. So when I found that dude, you know, I didn't know I was uh, by eyeballs. Shake, shake, shake your little butt. Shake your butt. Come but,
0: on. Uh, uh, baby I
1: on your butt, Jake. <laughs>
0: <on> the counter. <laughs> is that what he says? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I remember guess another one of those things. <laughs> Just, he said you're oh, on your and slide. <laughs> you should sample
1: that and put it in right here.
0: I didn't know that's what he said. I didn't know rub, that's what he said.
1: He said rub cable with and slide. I will never, I will never oh listen to that God, song bro. the same again. Boys and girls. <laughs> everybody.
0: Gather, Gather round. around. All of this together now. We. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh, holy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I, I I gotta tell you, it's one of those things where you just. <laughs> How many years later, and I never, I just, I just never thought about it, just. Healed my it. head was crawl <laughs> on your butt cheeks and slide. <laughs> I never even Uh-oh. thought about it. <laughs> slide on the counter. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, that's <laughs> fucking amazing. Uh-oh. Oh my god, I fucking and no, and you want to know what? <laughs> I feel like this also plays to what I was saying earlier, which is that for whatever reason, and maybe they were just on a ton of acid, but they were hilarious the this at that time. Hilarious. Like, they really leaned into the comedy. They'd always done silly shit,
1: but I think that they did
0: a lot of really light. Shaggy was
1: drinking a lot. Spe- okay. To, to, to speculate. No, fair enough.
0: Purely speculation.
1: Purely speculation. Shaggy was drinking a lot, and uh, this is, if you're going by what Jay wrote, uh, when he was getting put on heavy uh Right, meds. no, that is correct. And in That's the right. Happy song, he makes a joke about it where he's like, oh, Xanoff's like sold oh, no, off no he had started Xanax, talking so like, no, a yeah. bit. yeah, no,
0: he had definitely, by that point, I think it was maybe in Juckle Brothers he talked about it a little too, but. Oh, he does, yeah. By yeah, then, he. The had, he had, exactly, by then, he was much more. Well, like, having
1: been on the journey for a while. It usually starts off with therapy, then the meds, right. and then the meds coming, and they don't stop coming. Meds come in, and and they they don't don't stop, stop coming, and they don't yeah, stop coming. And they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming. No, but no, that's, that's what right. it's like, though. So, like, by the time Bizarre came out, you could tell that the psych meds had uh, been taking hold yeah. and he's been going on them. That would die, not, not for nothing. You know, that peak definitely orient, came that peak
0: definitely it. came in right. Uh, to that red red oh, well, that's when he peeled off of them and started just smoking
1: weed. Oh, so that's yeah, no, yeah. So allegedly. That's when he, but, no, that's but that why. was
0: when he was much more, I think, lucid about it. Oh, yeah, it's and more that, so what that's what I mean.
1: that's when it made its way into the lyrics because right. now it had been an experience. Right. Right, right. now it was happening. No, for So sure. that he's writing right. songs about it like... Bobby, baby oil on your butt cheeks, kid. That's, That's what? when <laughs> holy shit. That's where he was at. Yeah, you yes know what was. I mean? Like fucking sure he did that shit. With fucking rainbow colored hair fucking oh, bro. 300
0: pounds. That was and also fucking... when they were fucking super tight with uh, Cottonmouth Kings.
1: Yes. Yeah, that was when they hey, were Hey, yo, yeah. this is Luke,
0: man. Why don't you give me a call when you get in? No. Uh...
1: Uh, that was fucking. Oh, that's a different loke though. Oh, what really? That's a uh, that that's a dude. I don't know who he is, but he's. Uh, I'm assuming he's black. He sounds black. He's the one who freestyles with them at the end of. Um, you remember that when they're all freestyling? I do
0: kind of remember. And he, that.
1: He's uh, he's like. Uh, oh, I forget what, something loke though. Like right. uh, okay, fair enough. He's the only one who can actually freestyle. If you remember, like <laughs> everybody no, kind of sucks, and then you he, want
0: to know what. They definitely did do some shit, and I gotta tell you, it really, it, to their credit, the fact that they did this is so great because they did it on Fearless, but there are definitely, like, cancelable lyrics on there, and people are just like, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'll that, drive my ice cream truck through Ethiopia, yeah. talking about free ice, ice, cream, ice cream
1: sandwiches. Set. That's like that's like a Sam Kennison.
0: No, movie, I know. Fair much. enough, so, but I mean, it's like that's what I'm saying. That is some shit. The other one was I'll pick up a hooker with a deep voice. Oh shit, no, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, it was funny because they like. And I understand why, especially, like, we won't go into the details of it, but if you know ICP's story, you know why they might have a little bit of a negative attitude against gay men. It's understandable. But one way or another, um, I think that this album, or these two albums, it really was, like, so much the peak of their, like, I always loved, because it was for not necessarily me, because I didn't really learn how to, like, talk to women until I got much older. But the the to me, because I met over the years so many fucking smooth talking juggalos that like ugly motherfuckers. Like I saw a dude in Denver with clown paint on pull a bad bitch's number. With clown paint on, no show, no nothing. He was just, I feel like being painted. That motherfucker was crazy. And that right there just like those kinds of fucking juggalos, man, that was definitely, I feel like the Bizarre Era really produced those kinds of like wily ass juggalos, but no, what I was saying, I, I did make a bit of a tangent, Let a Killer Fuck You was like the fucking personified that fucking, that mythos of just like that suave juggalo that can pull bad bitches, because I've seen it happen, I've done it now, I, it took me some time. Like, I, I wasn't able to make it happen when I was younger, but I had seen it,
1: like. Listen, I ain't a sexist. Might be the sexiest.
0: sexiest but I ain't, I ain't the sexist. fucking sexist. If I'm sexist, I'm, I'm the sexiest sexist, sexist bitch. <laughs> Call me sexy sex. <laughs> sexy sexist. That, no, because it's such a catchy track. And, no, it has one of the best lines. Again, it's one of these just dope hip-hop hip hop bars. Me and Shaggs might sit with the stars while my boys were out back breaking into your cars. That shit was so dope to me. Because, again, that's, like, that was juggalo shit, bro. Yeah. Like, that was, like, you really felt like... And a lot of people, like, there are still juggalos that do it like that, that, like, are for real about it like that. But, like, that just felt like some juggalo shit, you know what I'm saying? Like... Me and Shaggy might sit with the stars while my boys are out back breaking into your cars. I, like, that shit... Bizarre did such a good job of personifying what a juggalo was and, like, being a juggalo. Because they... It's funny you would say that. The the Eyeball record, they say it so many times. Yeah, man. Because I think That that is
1: the one that is, like, the juggalo recruitment record that I wish I heard a little bit when I was younger (laughs) that might have helped me out, you know, like... Because, like, songs like uh, um, Juggalo Paradise, too. You know what I mean? Bro, I you know, quoted like, that. I like, know like, where to lie. Like, I wish I could like find there it. there is a place for you. That, I you quoted know, that like,
0: shit in my yearbook. Yeah, I believe it. You know? All these robot nine to five puppets that I see ain't much different than me, and I couldn't put in motherfucker.
1: Uh, They're
0: just struggling in the world they chose. I'm waiting on the wagons with my juggalo. Yeah, that, I'm pretty. That that might have been my senior quote because I had two years, and it was a different. Um, or no, you want to? You know what? Was my senior quote was uh, was uh, Juggalo Paradise because. My, uh, other one was, uh, Wizard of the Hood, and it was, uh, why does stress be L-I-F-E? Every day's a new adventure for the fellas with me. I only got so long, I'm trying to get out and see, I'm trying to get out and be, who's trying to do it like me? That's, like, cause that's, that's good shit, bro, and that's another one of these things where it's just like, you know what, I know that there's so much division in the family, I know that a lot of people feel very differently and I know that it's, like, a real point of contention. But, like, Wizard of the Hood, that was another thing not long after that era. Like, right around that same time, like, Green Book happened. I'm pretty sure... I'm, I don't remember the exact date, like, of uh, Green Book, but Green Book was my first gap. So, that was, like, three years after Bizarre. Yep. Bizarre was, like, 2000, if I recall correctly. Bizarre
1: was so dense, though, that, like, because, like... I would never try to connect the two because there's so, not so like, much that I'm connecting. The two it's, a short, so it's a short, it's a short leap in time, but the errors like from. 2000, I guess no, that is. I
0: guess that is. True. I would
1: quantify the bizarre era from like 2000 to 2002. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and then maybe well, two, just you 2001. 2001 and because change. 2002, that's when the kinda comes out. But that was I. I listened to. <laughs> I only listened to the whole record. Completed in 2002, right. Right, 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 right before the Wraith came out. So it was like this record, and then I got the Internet, and then Church of the Dark Carnival, and then it was like, whoa. And Dark
0: Lotus was also again right around that time, yes. Which...
1: And you know, and then like you know, like the ritual. In, what in I was the... talking
0: about, by the way, before I wasn't talking about Green Book in the correlation. More so, what I was going to be talking about was Wizard of the Hood, but. Um, same, though. you know. No, again, I was just... again. It, it, yes, it was a short leap in time, but I, I agree that the so eras many, were separated. So
1: separate. But. but at the
0: same time, not because in 2002, yes, it, it, here's the thing. It came out in 2002, but many maybe forget. It came out in November of 2002. Yeah, November so, 5th, right? So tail end of 2002 right into 2003, And then the 2003 Gathering, Uh, that was Wizard of the Hood. So it really wasn't that far apart. Because the whole reason they made Bizarre Bizarre... I mean 2000, not
1: 2002. I'm talking about 2000 to 2003. Okay,
0: well, fair enough. But, no, listen, I think that Bizarre Bizarre was definitely... You want to know what else Bizarre Bizarre was? And I wasn't really there for it, but I was there for kind of the tail end of it. Bizarre Bizarre was the beginning of the hotel party era. Like, yeah. Woo <laughs> boy. They don't do it like that no more because ICP doesn't tour And the last time they did uh, the fucking Great Malenko, uh people were, you know, getting down, but it was not like fucking bang pow boom or I that heard was how the opaque one. brotherhood was. Oh, bang yeah. pow boom. Was
1: brotherhood fight. I almost died before the show i literally almost choked to death in my car before i even made it inside i believe it like i was on i didn't
0: even see the show didn't even see (laughs) opaque got sick and then uh got in just to see just in time to see juggalow family
1: yeah (laughs) we were all a mess dude i was literally sideways I was, 99
0: bananas on an empty stomach is a bad decision. Yeah, I
1: was I was drinking, who knows what, fucking on acid, ecstasy, and then Burtman gave me fucking um, Burtman. He gave me uh, what call it, chocolate oh. mushrooms. Oh boy. In a cup that was like it was melted, so it was like pudding mushrooms.
0: Oh and shit. And then I
1: drank more, and then I went back to my car, and then I remember I was just, I just was like taking shit out of my car and then putting it back in. And then I was choking on a granola bar, then I, like, came to near this light, and then finally got inside just in time for the show to start, you know? But anyways, yeah, the hotel parties were the shit, so this was the era, because, like, I feel like
0: Bizarre Bizarre was around when that started, because Bizarre Bizarre was... Did you go to
1: some hotel... Dude, I was, uh... Yeah, you you wanna know what?
0: Not so much, but I know that they were happening, because I was just young at the time, there were definitely people that were older than me going to these shows that were super, you know, into the culture. And it was, you know, ecstasy was better back then and fucking acid was better back then kind of maybe. But, um, it was just the level of craziness could feel it more in the crowd i remember at my first show there was a chick straight up like almost butt-ass naked save for like she just she had her shirt pulled up and her pants were just off in a fucking pit and i could be wrong but i think it was a chick that i knew and i won't say her name but she was one of the only women uh in my entire life to uh be able to service me uh to completion without my assistance that was impressive I, i gotta give it to her but Bizarre Bizarre Era was when it still felt like ICP pits started to kind of tame a little bit as time went by. But in those days, they were fucking lawless. Like, the Bizarre Era, I remember seeing in the second leg of the Bizarre Bizarre Tour when fucking Mars came through doing Lung Fu Mo um, At the Birch Hill Nightclub, tiny fucking place. Just fucking melee, mayhem. Like, insane. And, like, the, the crowd surfing and stage diving was way more wild back then. That was the first time I ever saw, because at Hammerstein, it wasn't going down. They were too high up above. The stage was too high. couldn't make it happen. At Birch Hill Nightclub, motherfuckers rushed that stage. I couldn't even get on. There, wasn't, there was no time. It was, it was immediately full. Like, that was when I really was seeing, like, yo, this is about some shit. Like, people are ready to fucking go.
1: I'll never forget, it's so funny because when you said that you were, you know, on the floor and the house lights came up and are uh, they going to kill us, like... Well,
0: not are they going to kill us, but just like, are we going to die? Oh, what, oh, what, what uh... uh going
1: to happen? They, uh... Because everybody had this religious kind of tint to it, and what I remember was, uh... This is years later, like 2005. I'm in Job Corps, uh, uh up in Maine, and... Meet some juggalos, which really saved my ass, honestly. And then my nickname was actually Fago in Jaw Core because I had a Fago shirt. Right, right, right. But um, yeah, they were talking about how he was like, "Oh, I seen." I think he said he was in Colorado. How he was at this show, whatever. Probably a Lotus show. Can't remember. And he said that uh, at the end, he was saying. He was ready for them and thought they were gonna bring out guns. Oh, it was ABK, gang related, How, and he was ha, like, ha, ha, he thought that they were fantastic. gonna. He thought they were gonna bring out guns, and he was like, and I was ready to take over that motherfucker. And yeah, like, I heard that story. And like the look, he probably started a coalition, bro. The way juggalos are, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I know, right? I'm sure there is Jesus a Christ. fucking juggalo coalition with guns. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I would Somewhere. almost bet five dollars on it. and Wherever you are, just. All power to you, stay yeah, away from us. No, much
0: love. <laughs> yeah. Much love to the, uh, to the, juggalo, to the juggalo preppers. <laughs> they're out there. There's no way they're not.
1: Yeah. Hey, we might need the juggalo preppers. Hey, you bet. Oh, we will
0: need the juggalo preppers. You fucking kidding me? You would better fucking believe that when the apocalypse comes, you better have a hatchet man handy. You better know a couple tracks.
1: Nah. Uh-huh. That's the only Cause thing. Because
0: no, because you want to know why? Because Juggalos will find a fucking way. That is one thing that I've come to find about Juggalos over the years, is that we will find a fucking way one way or the other. Well, because the fundamental
1: um, characteristic of a Juggalo is being able to laugh in the face of adversity and struggle. Right. And then also finding, like, a community within, like, the downtrodden. Yeah. And there's always plenty of that. Yeah. You know, so in, in, da- in down times...
0: But, bro, one scrubby of Scrubby th-
1: times, let me be a scrubby brother. You know bro, what I mean? Bro,
0: I, I, listen, let me tell you something. It really is such a beautiful thing to me that not only are Gen, Gen Z Zuggalos, that not only is that a thing, but just... Not Juggalos.
1: even. I'm old. Today. Not like even that that just mean...
0: Gen Z kids, but In my day that was other people, juggalo. like even people our age that are just finding ICP <laughs> now because now it's not uncool to listen to them or like them. Now it's like I mean it still kind of is. Being a juggalo has a lot of social stigma, but. At the same time Musically It's like They've done a bunch of things Where you're allowed to be cool You're allowed like The March on Washington They behave themselves Um Fucking They didn't throw the gathering During COVID Um You know what I'm saying Like they've done things where on the record it's like oh yeah no they're actually more of a rational clown policy yeah
1: they've proven that their place in American pop culture was not happenstance oh yeah it wasn't just a fluke a thousand percent it's very much like real culture fortified I think that it's
0: actually honestly funny that because
1: they used to say remember remember he used to say they used to quantify it in one sentence to be like they said we'd never make it because of the fucking clown thing and then, now then they said he only
0: made it because of the, the clown, clown
1: paint. paint. You know what I mean, like, and then like now, that's it just, is
0: it is ugh. kind of funny though that they did behind the paint during Bizarre Bizarre because they gave this very like and that, kind of un you know not even kind of unflinching completely look of unflinching. Just, like And that's my that was my impression
1: again as a twelve year old. I'm like, damn, these guys are fucking. Fucked up like suicidal
0: clowns, bro. They, like, I'm trying to remember because I'm just trying my memory of this. Doesn't they it go right? Man. Doesn't it go right from behind the paint to baby mama drama? Yeah, that's fucking glorious.
1: You needed that, just <laughs> the same way that they end. They they, they that. Fucking album is such a roller coaster of up and down and oh, up yes. and down and then eyeballs,
0: it's fun the whole way. It's
1: just fucking
0: Tilt yeah, the World is on those. eyeballs too, yeah. I bet which I gotta tell you bro it really is funny because now when I really think about it. No, Tilt the World I think is on question marks. Oh, Tilt the World is yeah. on question marks. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm a little incorrect on that. But no, I really that, those albums also showed that they could rap for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, they definitely right. did have like actual bars. Yeah. Where a lot of their tracks, where Mr. Happy genuinely is like, they, it's goofy lyrics, but his flow is on point. Oh my axe! That's no, my I think video. my axe is definitely so good, dude. Oh no, that is one of the best hooks. And then, and then the lessons,
1: because that, like, you know, like just right there, looking to the deadest tree, tell me, baby, what you seen. Know what i mean like fucking yeah the
0: the uh, what is, i'm trying to what was the line about the moon
1: oh uh looking to the moon's beam
0: yeah i did fathom
1: what it seen bodies dragging by a truck, truck can't, can't, by a truck driven by a big can't fuck. fuck
0: i remember Yo, hearing about that shit specifically when it happened in like the late 90s yeah Oh man, Acid Rain Uh, and Blizzard Skies Ain't no cover in the tracks And that's why I'm here Oh yes, my my axe Yo, the beat is so fucking bad No, I know Which is also why, by the way That song gained a resurgence on TikTok Because it just goes so hard Yeah That people, you just cannot help but fucking Bang to it Like It's incredible And you want to know what I love? Because I'm a Bizarre Era juggalo I've seen so many of these songs live That's pretty dope Uh, I've seen my acts a dozen times. I've seen... Uh, I got to... At my first show, you want to talk about Psychopathic of Space? I saw 50 bucks live.
1: Oh. The first time I seen that was at The Gathering.
0: I don't remember bucks. if I've seen it again since that first time. But seen it at The Gathering. Shaggy sat playing the fucking guitar. My... I don't know if he was actually playing Probably you know, not. Playing... Along with Vampiro playing yeah, the guitar. Yeah, I know, right? But, um... No, I just... Bizarre also, I'm trying to remember if they were still doing the thing where Shaggy was leg-dropping a motherfucker through a table mm-hmm. on that tour, because they did eventually start doing that again, but I can't remember if they did that during Bizarre, like when they did nothing but a bitch thing, I'm pretty sure that they uh, leg-dropped him through the, uh, through the table and having them, M&M. but uh, that was also, I want to go back to this, because again, clearly it was Bizarre Bizarre Era, because I saw that on the Bizarre Bizarre tour, but nothing but a bitch thing for me really is people don't want to admit that it's a diss the way that it like it's as good of a diss as it is but first of all the the opening i to this day when i play video games if i'm killing people or i'm doing well or whatever i'm doing i will yell take all of this competent dick ah! like in and uh, <laughs> Bro, ah, oh, you hurt me, dog. Tell no, my how about tracks? Get on my lip like a milkhead. Like, that shit was so and the <laughs> so fact that they got Jamie to do that and he did it so well. Like, Yo. do you think that he fucking regrets doing that? Yo, he, the way Esham would talk I about bet he does. how the way
1: Esham would talk about how uh, like twisted was the bitches, like fucking he's not he, he's not lying, you know? What? Like I I forget it might have been um uh Deathman Indie label in the like videos of text where it's literally just text on a screen. But he was talking about like how more or less just how they were at the whim of like Jay like do every skit, do every Right, you know, right fucking right. my butt who's but who's fucking... I uh, smell some potency. Yeah. Yo. Um, I
0: don't know. I thought that...
1: I think it was all consensual. but like, well, no, he, but of like course now, it was, But now that, but they, now that they, he looks back, he's probably like,
0: damn, like, fucking... I'm just saying, but... What? No, that not only was that hella inflammatory, but I genuinely think lyrically... Now, granted, it's hard to stand up to Eminem lyrically, period. But I really do think that... Jay's lyrics on that track fucking smoked him, mainly because I think that the shit that he was saying was more or less true. This like might be a hot take. Straight day. out of Warren. Ah, bitch, you a joke. Sucking so much dick you fucking lip smoke. I
1: would say that this will be a hot take in the
0: Pull the gat on world. my dog. No bullets and nothing.
1: I think that ICP won like the disc the bat. Like they won. I I don't They won with the them. battle, but Eminem won the war because he's popular. Well, no, and so, so like kinda... more people heard the dick sucking Ken Kaniff skit. But if you were to dig into the actual beef, you'd be like, oh well, ICP won. If you listened like track for track, yeah. because he just says arbitrary lines where ICP made it. The whole song, like, this uh, well, is what but, so, happened, and it's catchy. I think you that know what I, I mean?
0: disagree with that, and I'll tell so you, you why. Think you, would you say Eminem? I think, well, no, I don't. It? I'm not saying I disagree with that part of it. That's that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that. Marshall Mathers was the name of the tr- was the track that was the namesake of the album. So that was a song everybody was going to have their eyes on because that was how albums were back then. And Eminem was that rapper where everybody was like, we're going to listen to the whole album because I want to hear who you're talking about now. And on the song, on the album, that, that basically he's talking about, this is like, I'm just Marshall Mathers. He did go out of his, put it to you like this. You want This is why I, m this is why ICP won. Not because nothing but a bitch thing was better, which I think it was. Not because, and an, a juggalo could go to an M&M show with no problem, but an M&M show could not go to an ICP show for years. That is a fact. A long time. That is a no, fact. No, I know, yeah, you're not lying. There is no fucking word of lie. They would have got their asses kicked. And, but juggalos could go to an, an M&M show like nothing. But that's not even why. You want to know how you knew that the fucking ICP won? Because they had Eminem so out of his fucking feelings that, number one, they made the whole thing, first of all, predicated on them being gay. Y'all are just fucking faggots. Yeah. And not even just on the fact that that's what they were saying in the lyrics. He actually st- he broke the rhyme scheme. Slim Anus, you damn right, Slim Anus. I don't get fucked in like you two little flaming faggots. That doesn't even rhyme. Yeah. That, like... That sure shows a lot re- of emotion.
1: That's my point. Yeah, exactly, he really came yeah. that
0: much out of his fucking feelings to be like, what the fuck did you... I ain't no fucking faggot. Yeah. Fuck you. You're a fucking faggot. <laughs> fuck you. you. You're a faggot. You suck dick. <laughs> you suck my friends dick. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, they Wait made it. Wait a minute. Don't run. What's up with that? I just want to give you the 300 bucks back. Yeah. But you gave the so you can open up. They show you a little pussy asshole. Yeah. Like, that to me, because I've seen that video, that is one of those things where it's like, it's hilarious. I remember, I can't remember if it was Class or be Nasty or one of them, like, you know, homies uh, from back in the day was telling me they did a show in Lincoln Park when they were just, just, just starting. Like, like, Chester Bennington, Mike Shinoda, Lincoln Park. Wow. And, like, again, like, they just got started and it was, like, right before they blew up. And it's like, sometimes that happens. You just meet somebody or play with somebody that happens to fucking hit the main vein. It doesn't always happen, but sometimes it does. And, in Eminem's case, it really was one of those things where just, I think from an authenticity point of view, because you want to know what? I Again, it'll never not be impressive to me, the people that ICP has worked with. Ice Cube did a track with ICP for free after, after Violent J said, on a rider's track, I'm looking at the Goodyear blimp and it reads, Ice Cube's a bitch. Uh-uh. What? Wait a minute. Like... Jay has obviously always been, like, that legit motherfucker. Where, at a certain point, you just can't deny what it is that they've done. Because they literally were just like, nah, fuck you, we're gonna do it our way, and we're gonna do it, and they did. Like, you really can't deny that level of, like, because technically speaking, when it happened with the Grateful Dead, if you want to make that correlation, rock, and roll, is a, always rock and roll was an older style of music. Guitars and singing and this and that, older style of music. Hip-hop's only 50 years old. They've been playing fucking songs on the banjo and on the guitar and on the, this and that. They've been playing songs like that for fucking ever. So rock and roll is very much a thing that, rap? Now granted, ICP does a good amount of singing and a good amount of creative songwriting. However, at the same time, by and large they are rappers and so at that point rap is this medium that i really don't think people appreciate that it is technically as new as it is where like somebody like me making the kinds of songs that i do like single dad or whatever you know what i mean excuse me there's only so much had to happen for there to not only be that song to be made but then for there to be any kind of a fucking audience to receive it but it like it is out there it so it's, like, the idea that in Bizarre Bizarre, ICP had the fucking foresight to, like, lay out exactly what being a juggalo was, what their experience as juggalos was in the industry, and then just be like, well, so we're gonna, like, finish up real quick, and then we're out this motherfucker, and we're just gonna kind of, like, hang back here and do our own thing, alright? Yeah. All right, we're cool. I'll see you then. Mm-hmm. Because really, I I never really thought about it that much until just now. But bizarre, bizarre. Again, was technically speaking the peak of their fame in a lot of ways. And then following that with Hell's Pit, with uh, Shangri-La and Hell's Pit, that was when the gathering started. So that was when the transition began. That was when things were starting to move into what, you know, like spreading out. Like really being able to, you know, grow the family. But Yeah, because it wasn't net now it wasn't supported. It wasn't by, as regional. You it was much more national.
1: Yeah. And it also was not supported also. by an island budget or a Disney right. budget or right. a Jive budget. It was truly this independent thing that was being fortified by really established artists that respected what it was and what it is. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and this would You could also point uh, Births of the Gathering Bizarre That's you know what, what I'm saying mean, like, It was yeah, right around yeah. That
0: same time Where just when like was the first Gathering 2000? Right? I think yes yeah. I think you're right so I believe yeah, you were yeah, correct That's it, right You know right. Like,
1: This is it This is the one And so This is the record And that's why I wish Boppo did this one too No I know
0: fucking... hey, Well no but he was Adamant about missing late, I know I so know so we will uh, We will make sure for that No listen bro Bizarre Bizarre Was really my intro Cause yeah. I found it During fucking Malenko but it didn't really click until bizarre cuz i hadn't gone to a show this and one, i went to a show in the city i was born in that was for me some heavy shit
1: this was in the retrospect this was what and it's funny because it has the least amount of like l- sustained l- Lore, quote unquote. There's no like long-standing character or a storyline, you know, with the songs on the record. But this is the album that got me into and intrigued by what the Doc Carnival could be. You know what I mean? With that fucking intro on the first record, with the Doc, with the darkness cover. It makes then, me like, so
0: fucking sad that. Um, and then, and
1: then finding out that I am on the Spotify. Figure. It's
0: not even a fucking. It only only eyeballs has. The I know. Intro.
1: You know what I did to research not research, but re- reinvigorate myself with this is, I was and I was striving to, I almost got in a fucking accident. I went on YouTube, listened to the John Carpenter intro, and then switched back to Spotify so I could listen so to the... So it really
0: was just from... It's just they just straight, they up, just ripped straight ripped up ripped the, the, in it out the, the intro like, verbatim. I wish I knew that. Yeah. I didn't understand that. I guess that's why And they
1: credited it in the booklet. Oh, right. You know, like... Uh, what movie? Uh, Escape from New York.
0: Oh, interesting. And oh, it's
1: wow. by John Carpenter because he scores his own movies. Right, 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 right. Badass motherfucker, John Carpenter is.
0: But listen, I think that. Uh, but yeah, this
1: is my album too, man. It's very we're very similar in a lot of ways. Like this yeah, is the one no, that they, like... like. And it's so funny that started it was,
0: going to shows and just realized. Cause I wouldn't go to shows that, for
1: another four years. I didn't go to my first show until Hell's Pit. When I
0: went to my first show in Bizarre Bizarre, it really made me start wanting to... Interact with more juggalos. I was like, these are my people. I need to fucking be friends with all of them. Oh, that's what happened as soon as I went. And in so 2004, I started getting you know? on the internet more. And juggalos, again, we are wily, crafty motherfuckers. Juggalos were on the internet from the second that the internet started. There were j- as soon as the as soon as the internet was like basically like 95, 96, 97... Juggalos found a way to get on. There.
1: Oh, dude, that sure. that was it, as soon as I had the computer in the uh, summer two thousand two. Yeah, still um,
0: never saw videos. I was
1: immediately on fucking Real Juggalos. uh yep. The six. Real Juggalos,
0: do- do- which we are now a continuation of. Yeah. How- what? Yeah,
1: that's so crazy. What the
0: I- fuck is going on? <laughs>
1: that's so nuts. Holy shit! I didn't even think about. It's just like playing the Gathering last year. I just go through life. I'm not even thinking about all the things. that No, I'm I know,
0: bro. Like, yeah, but you wanna know why? Because we're juggalos. We ain't doing this shit to be cool. We're doing it because uh, this is what we fucking do. Yeah, right? you're not lying. Yeah. And that's how the crazy difference. is that? Yeah, because
1: it was real juggalos. The six dot net.
0: Um, it wherever the fuck you are, bro. I hope you're doing well. I don't know if you're a juggalo no more, but I love you, bro.
1: Yeah, shout out to fucking Scotty D still doing Scotty it. Scotty D man, is man.
0: one of the most solid motherfuckers in the scene. One of the most He works The period. Gathering every year. Yep. He is a genuine underground fan. He goes to actual underground shows. He will a thousand percent... I know that... And I just want to put this on the record for fucking everybody that fucking... I know that sometimes he doesn't always get back to you. He's fucking very busy, and a lot of people seem to think that he can like do slighted
1: or whatever but yo
0: I so, no, I think that some people are and I just want to make it clear nah, he's the he man. would Jesus. literally he doesn't care if you're fucking famous or if you're popping or not he doesn't give a fuck about that I promise you yep. it's just like I've seen some of the messages the Juggalo News gets somebody sent me a fucking Juggalo song that they were inspired to write it's as good as you think it is and I'm not even mad at the guy because I love that people are still that inspired there are still people that are still that into it. That yeah. I like, remember
1: when TJ made the Dead Joe and Joey song. Yes. And I, I loved remember that, that dude, oh yes. you know, like, I remember hearing that and, a lot and of I thought people that was shit on him cuz of that, you know. It was like, you to know what, cuz you want to know why because,
0: because gets, bro, you know? the fact is is that back then we still lived in that world where it's like, "Nah, it's corny to be like, yeah, I'm a juggalo rapper." Yeah. It was corny to be like, yeah, yeah. to be like on the track I do juggalo shit. But TJ always and shot. I'm out not saying that he was corny for no. I'm not saying he was. Cordy like for doing it. Let's be very no, clear. No, not about at that.
1: all. And I would say that he always not got a pass, but like, no one ever, no one that, it like, I never looked at TJ like that. To me, he was the only juggalo rapper. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, well, Do you understand? I feel that. Like, he was, I feel was that like, in it, my heart. It was bro. like him and, Quiz, dude. You want to you know what I mean? You, like, you want to
0: know what somebody the fucking shout out to the homegirl uh, Nikki Marshall. Uh, she was fucking uh, reminded me. She has a, uh, I totally forgot about this, a, uh, the, the Twiz Man, like the, uh, like, uh, the Kane. Oh, like, yeah. And fucking, bro, I forgot about the, like, I hear it every once in a while. Um, the fucking track that I did for him, Moment of Silence. Yeah. Like, it is such a fucking shame because he really was just this, like... I remember him at the uh, Walnut Street shows, which he hooked us up with. Yeah. I'm pretty sure his girl was working there. And just, like... He was such a chill, cool, like, let's fucking do this shit, bro. I'm like, I just want to do it. I just want to rap. I love this shit. And he was, like... That whole era of time is like. I don't think that I would have ever found any of these people if I had not gone to that show in 2000. That Bizarre Bizarre show where where Vampiro played the bass. (laughs) And from that moment was just like, I need to be involved. I have to be a part of this. This is fucking. I have never been. Involved in anything like this in my life, and I am just, just the, like the compulsion is so strong. Like even this much later, where it's it you know in some ways it has been difficult, but in other ways it's also been difficult just because certain things just happened the way they did. But one way or another, I like it's it's wild to me, bizarre, bizarre, having just this like. It really is still such a far-reaching project where it makes sense that that was the one where they tried to be like, let's get this on TRL and let's like go to the fucking moon. Well,
1: yeah, because they, it was, you know, it's two and a half hours long, you know, fucking, when you put them next to each other, and fucking. Well, in. yeah,
0: but also, how many of that, that's what, 15 minutes of silence, 20 minutes, So whatever. it's two hours long. <laughs> and in but, that
1: two hours, there is something for okay. everybody.
0: Oh, no, you know? I, I could not agree more. It's really, like, the, 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 the disparity of, uh, oh, and, like, uh, I'm actually kind of sad, because we won't go into why exactly, but... So I uh, had to leave the uh, three-headed monster show early, mm-hmm. and I'm sad because Jay did his verse from Cherry Pie. Nice. And, he, and then Isham did his. Oh what! I know there's video of it, bro. I seen it. Like that's so fucking gangster, bro. <sighs> yeah. Is that I'm right really... there, that's paying homage to the OG shit.
1: I'm really. Uh... People don't know
0: Esham fucking made that track initially.
1: And it's like, um, that fucking, uh, We're in that way. uh that, it's also an, an homage to, um, uh, Too Short. Ah, uh, true
0: indeed. Yeah. True indeed. Um, can't wait till we get to Freaky Tales.
1: <laughs> yo, that's fucking, that's an incredible I am going album.
0: to laugh until I can't breathe. I gotta tell uh, you, it's like. I, it, it is great to me that uh, they have still been able to maintain the comedy because so much shit from Bizarre Bizarre was so goddamn funny. Oh fuck yeah! Violet J's uh, dance party. Nah. Uh, um, that was also when they were getting real heavy on the on the vlogs. They didn't call them vlogs back then. The video. The shaggy Show. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I would find out about this later when i got a computer you know the first computer i got it was my parents got it from the high school yard sale and it fucking like blew up like we had like we ran like netscape on it and it like hummed as loud as there it God. fucking could and then it literally like a little plume of smoke came up on the third day fucking <laughs> poof. yeah and then my brother it's like
0: something out of a fucking movie
1: and then my oh brother my ended up uh hey getting speaking a of dell- movies
0: Speaking of movies, because I'm gonna cut you off right there, because we are getting, you know, probably should be getting down to the end here. Um, Tell us about uh, anything you want us to know about Terminal Wellness, bro. Let us be your mouthpiece to whatever extent we can be.
1: So Terminal Wellness, if you guys have not heard about it yet, we talked about it on the last
0: episode. I'm almost sure. Well, basically. Oh well, no. Big Money Hustlers, yeah, that didn't. We didn't get a chance to fucking put the skit on that. We can put that on this one.
1: All right, excellent. So Terminal Wellness, it me, so I got it. imagine a world where you're surrounded by in politicians that don't give a fuck about you. Every single screen you look at is another pharmaceutical ad telling you to kill yourself. It's almost like what we're living in right now. You take the plunge. You go to the suicide clinic. You look up across the room. You make eye contact with the most beautiful girl you've ever seen. Do you take the plunge?
0: Oh, I'll take the cold pl- I'll take the plunge like fucking Joe Rogan.
1: No, but it is a movie. It's about uh, love at first sight at a suicide clinic in the future. It is called Terminal Wellness. You can find more information about it at www.terminal-wellness. <laughs>
0: Don't confuse
1: <laughs> my <voice. laughs> No, no. Terminal Wellness. It's uh, terminal-wellness.com And we're actually, uh, we have a concept trailer slash commercial you can navigate on the site. Um, it is very pro-suicide, so if you're offended by that kind of thing, then you better, you know, yeah. reconsider your life. Um, but yeah, the, uh, but it
0: is fair to
1: one uh, that. And I, I do have a direct uh, shout-out to that Jordan, is, you know, who warming. does that tell me, thing, no. yeah, you know, it is very pro-suicide, which is, like, kind of... I never knew shadow Ban was an actual thing until I started oh, yeah. trying to promote a fake pro- pro-suicide company. And, uh, you know, the reach is choked. So if you can check out www.terminal-wellness.com. And now a word from our sponsor. the ad in now. Yes,
0: we can do that. We can just put the ad in the very end. At the very end, wherever, dude. I think that would be... No, because that that makes the the network more sponsors silly and awkward. (laughs) Which is fun. But, yeah, no, silly and awkward, like that fucking coughing fit that I just had. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Yeah, um, terminal-wellness.com uh it really is you gotta check out what's already out there and the stuff that they're gonna be doing, the stuff that I know is in the works, stuff that I, I cannot wait to see come to fruition. You can become part of this. like you can be a producer you can potentially, you know, like, it you know, requires putting in money, but this can, you can definitely, like, you know, you can be a part of this. Part you can be this in happen. the
1: movie. If you're interested yeah, in making maybe. this happen, we oh, liter- yeah. we literally have a package where you can <clears throat> donate, you get a t-shirt, you get a sticker, you get a pamphlet. You don't get a sticker, you actually get a pamphlet. I don't know why it says sticker. You get a t-shirt, you get a pamphlet, and then you get your face in the movie, um, which won't be coming out, you know, probably for at least another year and a half or so but um yeah we're also doing several promos in the meantime and we're getting into pre-production on the next one which will probably get me you know um uh hated by many people the next one the next uh, like you the, want to know what the next one's I think fucked that's up what that's what so me, if you that's go, what if, you to go, to happen, though. if you go to terminal-wellness.com and you don't find what you find what you see on there funny then you probably will not find, uh, the next one that funny at all, but I, uh... I... I
0: will maintain that, and I don't know if I should even say it, but, I fuck it, I may as well, because, it obviously, you know, you're promoting it like, you know, you're making a movie. I do really, it really would be great if somebody fucking thought it was real. And, like, oh my god, what do you mean? And then they look it up, and they're like, wait a minute, it actually is a... Oh my goodness.
1: Well, you know what's interesting That'd enough? Be great. Is I was, uh promoting the movie the other day to this kid and he had just he was two days out of a psych hospital okay and uh had just like had a suicide attempt Ugh. and he loved the idea of the movie though so that's when i was like you know what like, i think
0: that people that have been suicidal will probably and that number is growing yeah um i think that they will probably be able to find something that is because it's hard to not for nothing bro this is a thousand percent juggalo shit how do you find humor in the idea of being suicidal? Yeah. What the fuck is funny about wanting to kill yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think that what you have going on already is absolutely a great example of like, oh, well, there's all these things that's funny about it. Check it out. Like, I really cannot wait to see it come to fruition. Um, I can't wait to be at the premiere with you, which I come hell fucking high water. Better have it somewhere close. But...
1: Well, you won't well, know Well, then till... again,
0: you never know. I would be willing to spend the money to travel if it was, like, if it ended up being fucking something big by the time it happens, and I fully believe that that could happen.
1: Hell
0: yeah. I 1,000% I, I believe in this project, man. I really do. I, uh, I think that it's something that... I, I may have said this once before, but it's an idea whose time has come. The idea of, like, assisted suicide. Like, yeah. No, we are definitely at a point in the world where... People are already talking about overpopulation. Already talking about like there's too many people, and whether or not that's even fucking physically true, maybe it's mentally true for a lot of people, where they just like we don't have the fucking wherewithal to deal with all these fucking people. Like in America, it's about 400 million people. That's a lot of people. In India, there's a billion people. In China, there is almost two billion people. Like, how the fuck do you keep control over them?
1: Well, I think that it's. I think two things with assisted suicide. I think it should be, you know, legalized and an option for people. But I also yeah. But for
0: mental health, though.
1: It, it, that's the why we made the movie because. Because that's, sli- that's the most slippery slope. In an America, we're already overprescribed. Forty percent of people are on an SSRI, right? So now forty percent. it's around 40% have been on it. It doesn't mean that they're actively on it. It means that like, Even and so. all of us have. So yeah, if you're listening no, to this podcast, there's like a one in fucking three
0: chance you've been oh on yeah, it. Yeah, but SSR. it's juggalo, so it's more like one in one. <laughs> <laughs> you're it, on one right now. Yeah, there's a or ri- you're coming off one, and I'm sorry, a, I've been there. There's a very good chance. All right, nah, listen, bro. I think that But no, what I'm saying is so just to complete that thought right. is that they push
1: that uh shit down your throat. Oh, so yeah. well, all, hardcore. like in 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 my vision of the future, suicide clinics will be pushed down our throat just as much and just as rampant, and it's already happening in Canada, you know. So I if there's that, money to know, be it's made, I think kind I think of that, because I think we'd see I think we would see franchise Suicide clinics in America before we see Bro, nationalized healthcare in a fucking anti, you know, applicable way. The
0: anti-pharmaceutical crowd just took a big fucking sloppy hit in the way of Russell Brand. Yeah. <laughs> Bad news bears. Like it could just be like I know there's a lot of conspiracy mill. Like oh it's because he's going after Big Pharma and whatever, but. A lot of people are going after Big Pharma And being open Like Joe Rogan openly is like We know what the Sackler family did We know that this is what You know what I'm saying? Yeah And he's got this huge You know Audience Bigger than Russell Brands So I don't think that's true But Yeah Russell Brands got some Real bad sexual allegations Against him now And That was his whole thing Was he was It's funny Because I could totally If you watch his Interviewing style And you watch his Being a guest on an interview podcast style I can see him being a rapist he is (laughs) real fucking pushy like real pushy and it's funny because that's also kind of been always his persona and I used to think of him as a really really funny talented guy but I will also say he was somebody that I never knew anything about the actual person I never thought that deeply about it but like just the anti-pharmaceutical crowd, like I said, they took a pretty bad hit in, in the way of him lately. But it is kind of fucked up though, with the opioid crisis specifically. Right. Where they're like, they're gonna just give a certain amount of money, and they're basically they get to like avoid prosecution. Yeah. If there was any
1: justice in this world, they'd have. Oh a yeah. Death they we, Oh no. What are they'd you kidding me? Oh yeah. We'd have fucking. They'd literally be problem. dead.
0: If there was actually any justice in the world, or even the universe, fucking like the populace would have dragged them out of the house and fucking beheaded them on the lawn of the White House
1: well I'll say it on the podcast now if all my creative endeavors fail by the time I'm 40 I'm just gonna start and and if nothing works I'm just gonna do an insurrection against uh, you know people like the Sackler family and then uh, companies like BlackRock I'm just about I was gonna say I'm
0: just about 40 but here's the problem is that number one we just set it into a microphone so that's a problem now I'm convicted I have to do it yeah I know right but, um, also, it's the kind of thing that would require a lot of, like, a lot of planning of forethought where it would all just have to happen at one time. I do think it's possible, quite frankly, just as long as we're talking about, like, American revolution. The problem is... No, you'll certain never, plot, you'll
1: never get one like revolution. Well, no, so what you can do is plot like
0: even within your own community. See, it comes down to uh, a certain level of. Killer Mike said it best: think locally. Yeah, but it's true though. Absolutely, know, a thousand like, percent. And this is my point: is that you get to know your neighbors, and you just find the people around you, and figure out what it is about you that makes you common. Because we all have something in common with everybody. Yeah, there's always something there. And then it just comes down to how decent of a person are you or are they. Yeah. And that's one of these funny things where... That's why I love being a juggalo. Being a juggalo is one of these things where you look like a fucking ass back with retard and in a lot of ways you are, but you are still this more sensitive and thoughtful person than a wide uh, swath of the population, which I think has become true in when you just look at the world now and you find out the juggalos we've been tolerant the whole time yeah now granted Jay is a little you know every chip I eat a faggot touch my balls (sighs) that's a little but again like I said if you know enough about the history you know why it's understandable that he would feel that way in any case he like they are still these like to have been able to be the creators of this, like, we got love for everybody, every gang, every soul, every color, every religion. We don't care who you are. Every fucking body's welcome at the carnival, yeah. and I think that that's true. Like, I realized this um, at the uh, the Portuguese festival, the Holy Ghost, the Festa, in uh, West Warwick, which, bro. You know Jess Jekyll, right? Right. That is- you gotta come with us next year. Bro, get paraded through the fucking city of West Warwick. All kinds of Portuguese people taking pictures of you and fucking taking video. While you're on a fucking float, just dancing and fucking drinking. It's amazing. Bro, it's incredible. But I realized something. Because they had like an actual carnival, you know, like some rides, you know, carnival food, which is great. They had the fucking fried dough put maple syrup on no, it. Nobody had ever thought to do that before. It was fucking stupendous. But I realized this, that the carnival itself, like, I don't think that people really understand how profound it is the idea of not even just the dark carnival, as it, as it were, but the carnival where, like, every culture, every community, religious, obviously, not religious, you know, just like family, school, There's all these, you know, the different get togethers, but like at festivals, the carnival, Saturnalia, we've talked about this. Like, it only comes around every so often. The Portuguese festival, that one, it only happens once a year. And I, bro, I cannot explain to you. Like, (coughs) you show me a child that is ecstatic for basically getting something like this. A whistle that looks like this. Yeah. A soccer ball, that's what this is. You get a whistle that looks like a soccer ball, and this kid face lights up like it's fucking Christmas you show me a child that gets that excited over a fucking plastic whistle and I'll show you a 38 year old man that gets that excited about a bottle of soda Uh, that's all I'm saying right like the carnival it only comes around every so often and some people they want to chase that feeling all year they want it they want to live in the Uh, carnival all year but it's hard to live in the carnival all year chances are you're gonna go fucking crazy It's not going to work out well for you. Eating fucking carnival food all year will rot your teeth, rot your brain, fuck your stomach up. Yeah. Like, but that doesn't, But so that means that the rest of your life has to be meaningful around it. So that when you go to the carnival, you're able to enjoy yourself. You have the money to go to the games. You have the money to fucking buy the food. To, you know, get your sweetie a fucking, you know, bouquet or whatever. Right. That's an antiquated reference. But like... Give you a sweetie a bouquet. Uh, yeah, we wanna get that. I want to get way. that fucking... I want to get the Drake Coke mirror. <sighs> he says that on the fucking... The Midway games on yep. fucking... I think that was Missing Link. On the, the Midway, Midway track. Shitty prizes. Guess what but you'll, you'll be back. back. Uh, yeah. I Bro, I really do love how profound the carnival actually is. And it really is wonderful because with this episode, you know, and we'll, we'll close it out here, Um it really did, like, take me away. From that moment forward, it was just, I live for, I die for, I pray for the Cardinal, please take me away. Yeah. Like, every time they come through, I like, and they still occasionally do that song, I'm so glad, because like, it's one of those callbacks where, if you go to any show, you can call that out, you're gonna get Juggalo's back. Yeah. Like, oh, it's one of the best. But, anyway, we don't want to keep this going too, too long. It was bizarre, bizarre. So, you know, it's a double album. We're not trying to really do two-hour episodes like that no more. But, this is a big album, so, you know, we had to fucking go in. I'm sure there were even tracks that we didn't really, there's plenty we didn't talk about, but, I think that it's one of those things, it's so pervasive in Juggalo culture that it don't even matter. It's always gonna pop up again somewhere. So, Let's make the determination right now. Next episode is Psychopathics from Outer Space?
1: I guess it should be, because technically should have been technic- the Psychopathics from Outer Space, then Bizarre.
0: All right. Well, so chronologically, I guess that's fine, but, but we can go obviously we can skip around a little bit. But Cause then all right, the next so would, the
1: next would have to be Psychopath's amount of space, and then we're looking at
0: Doc Lotus. It worked, and guess what? So also, I want to put this in the air. Um, oh, the big money. We've, we've already exactly. We've yeah, already yeah. talked about how we tried to watch Big Money Hustlers, and it just didn't fucking work. And so now what we're going to do is we're going to do the same kind of thing where I want to record it and then release it as a thing so that it can be played alongside the movie. However... We are going to do it as a live stream. Because you can record live streams. Right. Thing. Yeah. So, we are going to do it as a live stream. And we want you all to come and watch Big Money Hustlers with us. Hell yeah. And I think that it'll be a lot of fucking fun. I also, uh, depending on the time frame, we can do it. Um, I want to maybe do some like... Uh, because I don't know exactly how streaming works in this way where you can get, like, super chats and get people, like, donate and shit. But, like, if we can do some donations, we're going to put that towards fucking um, Terminal Wellness. Hell yeah, maybe the shit. Fucking, you know, number one, we want to, you know, support the homie, but second of all, we want to just watch fucking Big Money Hustles with some juggalos, like... That sounds like a really fun time.
1: That's what I'm saying. I really would love to watch I would have loved to have seen that shit in the theater.
0: I've never at the gathering I never seem to want to fucking either pay enough attention to know when it's playing to go see it. Or they weren't sure. Well there's it.
1: apparently a crew now that does it like Rocky Horror style. And oh, they really? and they have like a whole bag of shit what and like fuck? routines oh, and shit. That's how ill the Juggalo world is now and how yes, big it is. It is because I, I remember somebody somebody I broke that down so to me, much and now that was years that I ago i didn't see so that was years ago so now like these people Later. whatever crew it is have been right. doing it for like 10 years
0: That's, and i, I guarantee i need
1: to see it how ill would need, that be are,
0: are you kidding me yeah if you, you just I've, said big men how big money hustlers rocky horror style I guarantee that there's going to be shit that they're going to say that I'm going to say, and I'm not going to know that they say it. I just
1: want to know what they do when uh, Sugar Bear's theme, because they have to If they, they don't
0: be... yell out, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> or have somebody that actually has a fucking...
1: We need to come up with some ill shit for when Sugar Bear's theme plays for uh, for well, when we do the stream Well, Listen, along. I
0: mean... Ah, uh, see, again, if you can get Vicky to come over here, she can play Baldur's Gate and then we can drink. Yeah. And fucking... Because if we do. Dude, last, not time, even, I no, did a, listen, last time. Not I did even, a big out, money not even liquor, because if, if we did. Drinking if we I did game. did liquor, I would die. No, if friend. we did liquor, I would die. Because it we doesn't, did doesn't shots work. Of, if, if we did shots of beer <laughs> with shots sugar beer, then fuck you. Have you ever done a power hour, motherfucker? You kidding me? That shit'll knock your ass <laughs> sideways.
1: I'm down. But yo, Big big Money Hustlers view along potty. We're we're going to have to figure out the
0: date. But so it's September 28th today. Probably going to release this within the next day or so. Because I think that may as well just be the fucking format. I don't give a shit. Um, I thought you were doing it on Mondays. (coughs) Yeah, I was. But then... And this is the fault of nobody. um, We kind of fell out of sync with... uh, Having episodes pre-recorded, and I based based on the fact that we are continuing to get the same the, the the response, people are continuing to listen and continuing to pay attention. Yeah. Um. I want to. I do want to get it to a point where we could potentially um get it back to the Monday release date, uh, weekly episodically, but. It's much more important, I think, that the episodes just get out. And I also do think that a good amount of people, based on the download counts, a decent amount of people have the notification set, which that's something you can do. Press the little fucking bell button or whatever it is on the iTunes, because I don't use iTunes, and um, set your reminders or the alerts so that when the episode drops, it'll just come right to you. And it'll just download automatically. You can just go right there and listen to it. Oh, and,
1: and uh, when you do check out Terminal Wellness, uh, terminal-wellness.com, um, that YouTube video link, if you could go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Yes. Then you'll be, because uh, the next sketch that we're doing, we're dropping exclusively on YouTube. Oh, so.
0: and check out my new video on uh, my YouTube. Oh, or yeah. it's, on my, it's on my Facebook, too. But it's from Kaleidoscope. It's called The Merry-Go-Round Broke Down. Um, I've talked about the story a little bit About how I got flown out to uh, Michigan In 2004 uh, That's where the name Mad Max came from And I talk about that a little bit But I also talk about just like Being a juggalo rapper And living a juggalo rapper life And eventually Someday I'm going to get to talk about it And it'll probably be on this podcast where I do it But y'all would not believe it, Derek knows Like, like the, the, the good reverend has actually been my uh, my clergyman of solace on many occasions where he knows the extent to which I have had to suffer specifically because I'm a Juggalo rapper at the hands of a certain person or persons. I'm just saying like that. But I, like literally, it is it's hard to quantify. And I also did this video at the. Um, at the fucking, uh, Worcester Palladium, which is just such a significant location. Bro, I'll tell you right now, like I said, I had that epiphany, um, just staring at the fucking, uh, I, cause it's not the, it, it's not the, uh, the smiley face, it's the other one, I can't remember where it is, I think it's the bird, whatever the fuck it is, but just looking at that thing, and the sky is swirling, and fucking Derek is there and Landry is there, and I'm just like it just in this moment I just realized like because I hadn't been to the Palladium in a long time and I also haven't been um you know talking to Lucille in some time. And so like just in that moment the Worcester Palladium is a fucking place that just It really is impossible to quantify unless you were there for it. You couldn't explain the Fright Fest riot to somebody that wasn't there. Oh yeah, you could. You couldn't adequately explain what it was that happened. Yeah. To anybody that doesn't get Juggalo shit, they'd be like, "What? You mean there was a riot over some CDs?" Yeah. uh, uh, What uh, What do you mean? Yeah. I actually got some and I gave them away to people. But no, I like, bro. I I love being a Juggalo, bro. I really do. Like, it is definitely uh, flavored the best parts of my life. And uh, with that, since we're talking about flavor, I want to make sure that all of y'all scoop the loop. And fold that flop. And we will see you again next time. Maybe Monday.
2: 20 million Americans suffer from depression, 80% of those recover with treatment, but there are 20% that continue to have unresolved symptoms. Have you exhausted all medications and therapies to combat the suffocating thoughts? Do you suffer from a terminal illness, severe mental health disorders, or just a chronic substandard of living? Has life taken away every precious thing you've ever known? do you find yourself asking if you have ever been truly capable of happiness? If you feel it's time for it all to just stop, then it's time for Ascension. You can finally relax in a family-friendly environment without the burden or worry of who will clean up the mess you'll leave behind. Since 2033, Ascension has been proud to offer the most comfortable, convenient, and affordable permanent solutions in the industry to all those desperate enough to qualify. Executed with the utmost care by our adequately trained staff, we pride ourselves on our sensible but sensitive approach to treatment. Our proprietary medication will gently ease you into your final release. Release is not appropriate for dementia patients without directive prior to the onset of illness and is not available if you are pregnant, have recently given birth, or are breastfeeding. Release is available by prescription only from a licensed medical practitioner. Talk to your doctor to see if Ascension Terminal Wellness is the right decision for you. For some people, when it's all too much,